0: Did you, um, yeah, no, bring those in. Bring those in. I'm telling you, man, these interns, I ask, it's not, I don't ask much from Starbucks. It's a few different orders every week. They just got to get it a, a little bit, uh, I mean, a little more accurate.
1: Yeah, I our Starbucks orders are not difficult. To uh, to remember, Cam. Let's well. Let's say it. Well, let's let's say it together because we. It's so okay. easy. It's, it's, uh, it's a green veg, mocha. Vent, mocha oh, it's venti, venti, yeah. it's venti green mocha. Green mocha, with mocha with half pump of pump vanilla. vanilla. Three half, half vanilla. Th- uh, three no sweetener. No
0: sweetener. Ex- <laughs> a little bit of sugar. No sweetener. Extra sugar. No fat. Half whip. With a side of cream. That's it. It's simple.
1: Okay. Because when they
0: put the cream in with it, and I
1: I don't like how they blend it together. I like it to pour it myself. Okay. We must be on wildly different pages because I've been telling everybody... Well, that's what I've been ordering. I've been telling everybody something entirely different. Uh, I thought it was the Venti Mocha Whip... With half ice, three shots of cinnamon liqueur, and then a quarter of the ice was removed with one third additional ice put on top, all drained out, refilled up with a cup of uh, stilled water that's been sitting in a rice bowl for approximately three and a half days, poured through the coffee, pour over brew onto the The red light's on. Yeah. Oh, no. Red light. Red light. Remember, red, red, red light means stop. Red light means we're not recording anymore. No, 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 no re, 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 bro, I think we went over this last no, time.
0: Did, didn't you hear what happened last week?
1: What happened last week?
0: They, uh, they left the mics on again. They left, um, what's his name? Uh, who's our tenant? Uh, uh
1: Mitchell? We've got Louis Sisgal. We've got Mir- um, the folks over at Merriam-Webster. Yeah, 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 Kim. Kimmy.
0: Yeah, they left the thing on the whole, they had the, Kimmy, yeah, they, M- Kimmy so Mitch! Kimmy Mitch!
1: <laughs> Kyle, so, a, so this
0: is live now? Okay. Oh,
1: just- we were live?
0: We'll <laughs> pardon. Continuing tonight on Two Seasons of Pog.
1: 96.7 on your. <sniffs> two season a two seasons apart two season apart two two season apart two two season apart two season apart two season apart two season apart two two apart two season
0: apart two two season apart two season apart two season two season apart two two seasons apart two 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 season apart two apart two two season apart two apart two apart two apart two apart two That's right, everyone. Uh, Kyle, former employee. That's right, Kyle. I said former employee of the pod. Um, Another error. Another week, another error. Uh...
1: Nice to, see you. nice to see you again, Cam. You're listening to... Ju- <laughs> That's Cam McClare. My name's Cameron Osborne. Technical standards falling through the roof um, uh, or through the ceiling, through the floor, whatever you want to call it, we're falling through it. Falling through a table. Cam, you said something... Uh, la- yeah, you were just going on last week's episode. There-, there was a mix-up. What happened? I don't know, man. I- Kim's... He thought... I don't- i'm
0: still blaming him um it all comes I know, from I'm, not, I'm not
1: i'm not assigning blame i just so what happened what happened exactly
0: i i heard that well we were we left the recording on or i don't know how if we left the recording on or if, when the pause hit this something happened where okay. no, we didn't we didn't have a podcast last week wait we didn't have a podcast no it just I guess we thought it press stop and it pressed record. And wait you mean that
1: entire camp- that wait th- th- that entire bit where you and I broke down percentage by percentage of how a universal basic income would function over the entire globe. none of that none of that got recorded
0: Yeah plus our exclusive interview with Kyle kolinsky.
1: We had we had Noam Chomsky weighing in on the social benefits. Ginsburg rose yeah, from so. the grave. Did you die? This was incredible, listener. Allen Ginsburg rose from the ashes in support of our cause. Wait, Cameron, you're telling me that none of this, none of this was recorded, or remembered, or nobody got a backup. Who's recording the backup?
0: Um. Yeah. Apparently, something with uh, Kim Mitchell going over callers. I don't know. Anyway, um, don't no, worry about uh, No, last week. Folks, no, you noticed we got...
1: this. This doesn't make a lot of sense, Cam. I've noticed since last week, uh, Kim Mitchell went from the the confident rock star that I thought he once was to a very uh, seemingly himself. like emotionally vulnerable... Uh, shell of a man of what he once was uh i guess it's worth to go back to go back to a listen um i've heard his podcast is pretty is is pretty popular amongst the uh 45 to 65 year old uh dr- you know w- driving home from work uh, i'm sure there's a lot of good stuff there
0: uh t- sure i've never listened to it but uh yeah uh hope hope so. So what's uh what's what's cracking with you, big guy? I got some uh, I got some baby teeth uh in my hands right now because Darla Be- keeps losing teeth and I don't know what to do with them.
1: Hmm, interesting. Uh, I wish you would have stopped right there, Cam. I got some baby teeth in my hand. Got some baby so teeth. So I was in at the mall hand. the other day. You know, just kind of let let let, let that one hang. Go, let that one hang there for a little bit. I guess you have little baby dog teeth. Little baby teeth.
0: Yeah, uh, I just keep finding them on the floor. She'll kind of look at me, and then there'll be something in her mouth, and then she'll spit it out and smell it, and then walk away, and I go, there's another tooth. Um, so, uh, I don't know, I've just kind of kept them on my desk. I play with them. I'm a, I'm a fidgeter, as you know, so I'll just fuck around with them. They'll spike my hands a little bit. But it's, uh, it's watching our little baby grow up.
1: Uh, yes, Cam, I think if you're a fidgeter, maybe you could do like a fidget spinner type of thing instead nah. of playing with bone. Uh, Cause Cam, eventually you are gonna have to get rid of, get rid of these little baby teeth. You're gonna I put them. In, so. Are you gonna put them in a little jar? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Just buy a little, a little mason jar. Let them rattle around Me in teeth.
0: there. Every time, every time I brush her, I'll keep all the hair.
1: Yeah. Put a little. Put it in a little box. That way, if you ever need a backup dog, uh, you can kind of use the teeth and the fur the to old, maybe the old DNA. Yeah, yeah. Kind of DNA extract um, from the dog.
0: Man, think about how easy it would have been in, like, the 1800s when they just started getting life insurance to pull that scam. Like, you would just have to burn a body and be like, that was Jim, pay up. It's like, oh, it's like, about that height. It's like, it's a little bit shorter. It's like, well, don't you know that fire makes everyone a little bit shorter? It's it's like, you know, you put a, put a, uh, put a, uh, something in hot, uh, you know, shrinks, like, um
1: you were going so you were going so strong, and I was giving you so much room. Uh, like, I was uh, giving you so like much room to play oven. this. Strings set it up. Just like, just like a potato in the oven, yeah. Cam, I think prior to onions, onions. There's a good example. I think prior to like nineteen seventy-eight, it would have been probably pretty damn easy to kill somebody. Uh, And then there was this little time uh, where forensic science was just coming in, so people were, you know, getting, you know, you're getting arrested for doing things that wouldn't have gotten you arrested like forty years ago because nobody would have fucking known. Um, And now you just can't, you can't get away with it anymore. Good and bad. I, I mean, miss the old uh, days, the would, good old days, right? The good old days where there wasn't
0: cameras everywhere, and you couldn't. If you're so sad, you were like I was social here. Like media, no do
1: and if you had
0: one person Snapchat, saying that, said, I saw on there. The you Dow, Dow had, Jones. Had, <laughs> the Dow Jones. Things are up on the Dow today. Things are up on the Dow. Down on the TSX. Up on the, uh, the stocks and bonds. Amen. on the options.
1: Amen. It's conti- as we continue to be uh, one of the world's least uh, listened to business podcasts. Uh, that's really exciting, yes. Cam. So you said last week uh, Kim Mitchell took over the air. Uh, but I guess we had, I guess, God, there would have been so much to fact check from last week's episode, I'm sure. We would have had one of those live. Uh, well, we did, actually. We had Daniel Dale from CNN uh, live live. Kind of tweeting the our show Fact-checking everything that we had to say uh, So let's go back a week further Because I guess there's no sense talking about what happened last week uh, We got some notes Notes, we got some notes We got some notes. notes, notes, notes We got some notes From, I guess this would be two weeks ago's show
0: Who's the uh, Who's the editor on it Who took care
1: of that uh, Daniel Dale We still got him He came back So a uh, new member Of the Two Scenes of Pod Staff of course uh, Toronto born uh, Daniel Dale You may know him As the man that uh, Fact checks every single Donald That's Trump That's right speech. everyone We'd like to
0: announce Our latest hire Latest Daniel, hire
1: Daniel Dale Daniel, uh, Daniel D- Dale, Dale uh, We made the name plaque And everything F- Congratulations um, Anyways we gotta go back To a few weeks ago Cam Where the question was posed And quickly glanced over Which is so not like us We usually stick on uh oh, the the important the things most, the important things glue. cam um but the uh the cam the question was uh what do you do to a boat like do you drive a boat if it's a motorboat you don't sail a boat there's no sails involved well uh daniel dale of course in take accordance the, with take uh take the boat out Do you just take the boat out? Of course, Daniel Dale, in accordance with our friends over at the Merriam-Webster podcast, have uh, helped uh, find us the proper verb to use when behind a motorboat. And Cam, uh, you don't drive a boat. You pilot a boat. Uh,
0: I've known quite a few few people that have driven boats. Uh, Pilot, of course, meaning to
1: operate any kind of vessel. You could also use the term navigate or captain which uh that one, uh, that one kind of makes sense to me. You know, you captain a boat. You're the one you behind cap- it making I the like decisions. That, yeah. uh, there you have it. There you have it. The best know, part is you
0: get to always tell your guests who's
1: the captain now. You get to say and who's the go, captain I'm now. I'm the captain now. And then yeah. everybody laughs. Uh, captain Phillips, like, you like you honestly. That
0: Brad Pitt, uh, it, Tom Hanks bit?
1: If we're, if we're ranking funniest Tom Hanks movies, uh, Big oh, does not right compare to Captain Phillips
0: crazy no. Man, I, I splash such a good snipe so I I, again we're doing this movie bit i we me and you both know you're gonna name off 10 15 30 movies yeah, All yeah, know yeah, Shark Tale.
1: Oh, uh, well, of That's course, it. you know, uh, Cam, we just, just a couple weeks ago about this possibly becoming a uh, a movie review podcast Shark, for the film Shark Tale. Shark of Tale course, uh, old only. old slobs will remember the Con Air episode, the infamous Con Air, uh, featuring Nicolas Cage, uh, starring as a man named uh, Cameron, which I think is very appropriate. But uh, Cam, maybe we should bring back the movie review segment and uh we do this right and we do the shark tale oh i've been into Watch shark tale yeah maybe we could uh put that in the back burner for something to happen and we of course do a like a scene by scene breakdown uh hopefully in the end result the podcast is at least twice as long as the film itself which i'm sure probably comes in at like 92 minutes just kind of yeah, like. Those kids' movies, they come in very yeah, hard. Yeah, it's heavy. like eight, I always remember eight, eight and a half reels, maybe. Eight and a half
0: reels. I always. When I was a kid, you know, you think back, you're like, oh, I remember. It's like uh, Space
1: Jam. Have you ever gone back on that one? Uh, I, uh, Cam, um, I, you know I'm not one to spread controversial type information, especially here on the network, on the podcast. Certainly, so many of our political interests and a business interests, you know, would stand to suffer by me saying something that may be uh, uh, not received well. Um, but Space Jam is the worst fucking movie of all time. it It's not even good as a shitty movie or good as a shitty kids movie. I truly can't think of something that is as awful as Space Jam. It really doesn't I'm work. Out. Yeah, Cam's leaving. See, and I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. You're listening to One C in a pod. Of course, this is the podcast hosted by Cameron Osborne, um, where we do do whatever we want. This is a. I'm turning this into an MMA exclusive podcast. That's right. One one cis white man talking about MMA in his bedroom, <laughs> <laughs> living uh, living in the city of Toronto. Um, you're listening okay. to One C. Give me
0: give me one give me give me two good reasons why it's not. A- good
1: movie uh okay nothing, and i will counter those nothing happens Counter. Um, <laughs> a lot of things happen <laughs> counter. is this a uh this is a little point counterpoint is that is that yes. what uh is this what is this the segment we're doing right now yes um yeah nothing happens or um like the arc of like there's this like there's no character development kind of across the board uh because oh, michael
0: okay Counter, because why do we need development on Michael Jordan's character, who is a champion? Why do we need character development on Bugs Bunny, who's been around for a hundred years, as well as uh, Twyla Bunny, whatever her name is, Daffy Duck? The classics are in there, okay? We don't need character development. Aliens, who cares? They're one-sided. They're evil. This is not not the Godfather
1: we're playing with. This is all about basketball team but, but but that's exactly point. it. I think that's I think that's Counter one of the point. places where the movie paints itself into a corner is because you can't make any of the protagonists like go through any sort of emotional arc, which happens in yeah, lit- you- which happens in like literally every movie. So to see it not happen maybe is the strange part.
0: Counterpoint, they're down going into the second half and then they have to have the magic juice um, and they all think they're losing. And then, really, the courage is inside of them the whole time. And uh, they've learned a lot about themselves, making it, therefore, a
1: coming-of-age movie. But, oh, oh, of course. it's a, um, Ooh, that's a good question. Because uh, my, my first thing would be it's a Michael Jordan, Bugs buddy Bunny Cop film. That would actually be my first thought. Ooh. Um, on, on, on that subject, but it's exactly it. Being like down and disheveled they at do halftime, learn a lot about
0: themselves. Yeah. even,
1: even Rudy had an entire preamble of how he was looked down upon, you know, or certainly in the scope of the football team because he was much, much smaller and he was pushed aside and he was never given his moment. And that was, it's the one where they said, where Cuba Gooding Jr. says, give me the money. And then little baby Tom Cruise, who's like adult says, Tom Cruise, but box? he's like five, three. And then he's like, what's in the box? And turns out it's, it's Kevin Spacey's head. What's in the box?
0: Wow. Um, So that was your first point. So we're going to go ahead and say that uh, your fourth point has been countered. What's your second point?
1: Uh, Okay. Oh, man, my first point was countered. Uh, Yeah, I still think the nothing happens thing uh, is, or like the chain of events which occur are so quick that before you know it, we're playing the basketball game. Uh, which is kind of like half of the movie. It just sort of seems like one, like nothing really ever gets going until you're like, oh shit, now we're already at the game. I have no reason to fight or anything. Um, I do think it's crazy that for months on end, Michael Jordan played basketball against people in green suits Against an entirely green backdrop. Like to have a movie where there's one, you know, I think there's Bill Murray who like, you know, has kind of like a tertiary role. But one dude against an entire cartoon backdrop and cartoon people. That's wild. Uh, Which maybe is like a pro for the movie. The fact that they did that. (laughs) Counterpoint.
0: Because they did that. He managed to have his own uh, gym built where he was able to bring in a bunch of superstars to play during that summer while he was filming, therefore developing everyone's game and leading to some of the best off-camera basketball games there have ever been, point countered
1: yeah that's what they uh that's what they said in that uh in that last dance uh documentary I the last dance there as well. you go cam you watch the last dance and that's a thing that happens uh to this day you know i mean the rock has a gym built at whatever set he's working at his fucking iron paradise and it has the same equipment in the same places the same locations like that's part of his deal you know certainly celebrities demanding certain requests uh what would be on your rider what would be on my rider oh that's a good one yeah Uh, I don't don't know I don't think I would demand anything too much Uh, Mm. Okay well you said you had a few in the bag What you got
0: Alright so um, At various points during the week I want um, And mix it up I want a glass bowl filled with wine gums That have been frozen I don't want them out of the bag I want them frozen Uh, They're left out uh, for me to pick at When I'm a little bit hungry And that's normally about 3 o'clock but I don't want that every day because I don't want to get fat. At eleven o'clock, or sorry, ten o'clock every day, I want a smoothie with a sh- shot of protein, a banana, some berries, a flaxseed, and nice uh, yeah. almond milk prepared. K- hopefully, for kale.
1: Me. Some kale maybe on the side. Ooh, I
0: haven't thought about putting kale in there, but oh, that just it. that just that just
1: disintegrates. Um,
0: yeah, so that would be good. Um, on top of that, I want a series of kettlebells in my room at all times. Uh, and that would be ranging from up to 70 pounds down to 20. Uh, beyond that, I need a chin-up bar in my room. And on top of that, I would need to have extra seats for my friends to play video games while I watch. That's all. I'm not asking for much.
1: That's all. And then this is, of course, for... I don't want to play This the is, game. of course, your rider watch. for what position? Like, what's the job you're, you have that this is the rider for it? Celebrity. Just, just like, general celebrity. Yeah. Yes. I am cele. I am celebrated. Uh, okay. That's a pretty. That's a pretty comprehensive list. What do you got? Uh. Yeah. I think a lot of. I don't know. I like the. I like the smoothie. Th- I like the smoothie bar option. Um. What's it before? Is it like before a concert or like a red carpet event? Like, why am I going to this place but where you're, the you're writer for, is? You're there for
0: three months. You're there for three months.
1: I have to hang out really in matter. this little room for three months. Well, not in the room like maybe you're on set. Okay, I'm on set. So what's in my what's in my room when I'm off uh
0: What's in your like, yeah, what's in your area like the sp- spot that you get? Oh yeah, okay. Um You know, do, do you want to
1: like, look you want a foam roller? Do you want a Theragun? Ooh! You you want a big bong there? Yep, got to have a big old bong, big old plastic nine footer that requires actually like two people to light it. Uh, Because you know we're
0: (laughs) two interns, always ready,
1: always ready. Well, I guess I guess half my rider is paying the intern, uh, probably to constantly be ready, like just ready to go. I don't know when I'm gonna want this big bong, but I need him there. To kind of make sure that it might happen, maybe maybe a yes man, like an answer um, to the
0: yes man. It's like, oh fuck yeah, that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, something like that would be fantastic. I would. Uh, I'm trying to look around right now and be like, what what do I want? I think I think basketball net would be fun. At Ooh, least at fun. least with uh, regulation size. At least with the size of a court that is uh, like three feet beyond the three point line. So I want to be at least be able to jack Ooh, it up from yeah. far. You know what I'm saying? And do you want um, do you want consistent competition there? Uh, no, 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 it doesn't have to be. Well, this is an invite only basis, right? This is my green room. Uh, right. I want the entire thing to smell what I imagine a Dolce and Gabbana store to smell like. I've never Ooh, been in I've never been inside of one, but I want my room to smell like what I think it smells like. Right. Um I want uh remember drum remember he had that song Broccoli with Lil Yachty I want drum I want drum uh, close to a karaoke machine um, not so much with taking requests From me But more like Whatever he's feeling He wants to sing But I want it I like to be that, All yeah. covers I don't want any drum originals um, And he doesn't have to Like play up his character He can show up In a t-shirt and jeans If that's all he wants to do But I still want him To like appear As though he's having fun Because I do believe I'm paying him he's enough Like, like yeah, a, like a competent amount Like you know Like that's kind of the mm-hmm. gig Right when you're a When you're a musician Or whatever You know someone pays you To do, per- do a performance And mine so happens To you play But I don't want the karaoke machine to be nice at all I want it to be one of those ones I know it's kind of like no larger than like a milk crate and it's kind of like the all-in yeah. one it has the little screen a little shitty speaker you put a little CD in it yeah. so most of the songs that DJ drama gonna be singing are kind of probably like like 2001 to 2005 Right, to kind of picture like that little era of hits. Uh, But again, me not, he's not taking requests. He sort of plays them as he he wants. But I guess I do want an endless supply of karaoke discs because I don't want to start hearing Mm. repeats of the same kind of songs, you know. So we could somehow have like an endless number of of karaoke discs. Um, Can I add something on there? You might want to put the ABBA greatest hits on there. Yeah, ABBA Gold. ABBA Gold gold and, you know, sort of like anything else. uh, Yeah. I would love to hear his take on some of on you know on Fernando on Waterloo, uh, Ooh, take a chance nice. on me. I would love to hear DJ Drum cover a lot of that. And uh, I think by this point I've probably used up the majority of my uh, rider budget. But uh, just to be a dick uh we're gonna have to go with um brown smarties only not m&ms oh wait i
0: like that we're Remember. going brown smarties nice. only
1: because similar to uh similar to van halen you know the the inventors of the rider uh i want to know everything's gonna be safe and i want to know those brown m&ms are gonna be there uh booyah okay i got one more
0: thing i want to add i want uh perrier water i want perrier water but not, like, fresh bottles. I want them to crack it open and leave it for, like, an hour so yes. it doesn't have... Yes, I, want, I yeah. want
1: non-sparkling, sparkling water. Too... Well, it's not... The parody is a little too sparkly. Yes. I need to, you know, take a little, take just, a little I just, like, top, de-sparkled you know? a little bit, and I know what you're saying. I don't just want any of the soda stream mm. nonsense. Um, just, just a little less sparkle in my Barkle. Yeah.
0: That's it. That's quite the. Uh, I I think yeah. I can't see. I should have negotiated this. Yeah. Um. Damn. Yeah. That's wow. what I have.
1: That's what I have for all of our live shows. That's I had all of that at the corporate retreat. I mean, you didn't. You, you didn't. You, you didn't come to. You, I thought you were at the party that I had in that big tent with DJ Drum when he was singing uh, all those My Chemical Romance songs. Were you not Is at that, that, that party?
0: Era? You said two thousand one, two thousand five, right?
1: Yeah. That's. I think that's about right. That's, that probably fits in there. I mean, that was there's. A good party. So, uh, we want. You're looking at a good era there. You're looking, you're looking, you're looking at a good era there. Well, that of course. Was, I mean, I think. Fly. I you think can, so, you can get a lot of slappers there. You know, and similar to you know the fall of the the fall of the Berlin Wall, the fall of the uh, the three towers really sparked some of the greatest music of our generation.
0: It's uh, true. I never looked at it that way, but uh, maybe Amen. we should be more thankful.
1: Amen. 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 Cam. I think it's about time we play a little game i got a little game here for you let's, Ooh, play, some march, love it. let's play some march madness let's play some march madness fun game isn't it cam it is you know great. i was thinking before we
0: did this one i'm like what if i did a march madness for um like worst fetishes it's like a foot fetish versus like a piss fetish
1: cam there's no such thing as a uh we don't want to sex uh discriminate if
0: it was your partner and they came out with you like that and like it would be the worst thing you could hear from them and
1: you're like uh damn you know one of those for me i don't think it would be a matter of bad it would be a matter of i would probably think it was really funny and ruin the mood
0: that's a good point
1: like if someone was like hey can i lick your toes i would 100 percent giggle and probably, yeah. like, you know, take that any sort of pleasure they were going to get out of it because I would just think it would be tickly the whole time. Cam. But then, but, but then they're also, okay, go ahead. You're taking away my thunder here, Cam. Uh, we're going over March Madness today, Cam, and incorporates the uh, the art of bracketry, intricate bracketry, and uh, the enlistment. But anyways, Cam, I have uh, eight things here for you. We're gonna it down to see what's your number one, Cam. We're going uh, ways to die. So Ooh. these are gonna be a bunch of different ways, and I guess you pick out of the matchups which which way you would rather die, and then we're gonna yeah, right. at the end of it we'll find out which of all these wins the the way Cam would want to die. So here we go. Got it. Uh, some of these are some of these could be specific. Some of these could be kind of a, a little wider reaching. But let's just kick it off right here. We have uh, drowning versus eaten alive. Now I wrote by a tiger, lion, something big that's really gonna tear you apart.
0: Uh well, that's a lot of specifics there. Well, yep. Um, drowning depends if you're awake for it or not. Right? So, like, if you're aware of it, that it's happening, oh, the worst thing ever. Uh, The thing with having a tiger eat you, which I'm going to assume you're probably awake for the drowning, is it's pretty damn quick. Like, you're going to be in a full state of shock, of panic. Uh, You're not going to really feel anything because, I mean, like, I don't think your body allows you to. Um, And then... It's over so quick, and you know what? You probably had a pretty interesting time right before that. I've always said if I die in a camping trip, I'm pretty happy because I must have had a good time
1: beforehand. <laughs> so you're gonna go with uh which what are you going with? Tiger. Eaten by a tiger. Tiger moving on to the next round. Way to go, Tiger King. Uh next up, we have uh getting crucified. You know, like our like Ooh. our old pal JC. Or dying in a plane crash. Yeah.
0: Not leaving me much option here. Those are both... Uh...
1: Yeah. Fuck. Uh, these are tough. These are tough. I. <laughs> this was part of the March Madness, of course. We have Crucified. We all know how that story ended. Uh, and yeah, plane crash, we've life. also heard of stories how those have ended.
0: <laughs> Fuck, man. One, one is like panic for so long. When you're like, oh my god, it's happening, it's happening and you're like, maybe, I don't know, who's this person beside me? You're the last person I'm gonna see. Give me a big kiss. And the next <laughs> one is. Just smooch. Like, uh, give me a Give me a Uh the next one is just like, alright, hang me up to
1: dry and like how long do you last? I mean some people I'm sure lasted hours, I'm sure some people lasted days. I feel like it would last like I don't th- do you bleed out or do you starve? I really, uh, I don't know. I'm sure probably like a mix of both, right? You know, you just kind of, you have these open wounds, you know, you haven't eaten. They probably don't give you any water. I bet they give you very little water when you were being crucified.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess the plane crash. Just, yeah, I just, I don't like the idea of being up there for a week and being like, this isn't working. I'm like, I oh, it'll work. It'll work. Guys, I've been Trust here for me. three weeks now. I don't think it's working. Yeah, I don't. think It's not gonna work. Trust me. Just take me down now. Okay. Can and I you? also think there's also the chance of survival too with that uh, crucifixion, because like when no one's looking, you're like, if I just rip my hand out of this thing. Yeah. One hand. Well, then it's not gonna work. So you can't get the other one out.
1: Ah, they really thought through this one. Damn. Well, I think, no, I'm not putting you in a situation that you could maybe get out of. I'm saying you're dying whichever way this is happening. It's not like you could get out All of right. getting eaten by a tiger. Yeah, Can't give me the plane crash. Plane crash is moving on to the next round. Here's uh, your third uh, matchup of the day here. This is going to be an interesting one here. We have being buried alive in a coffin. Or dying of old age after a 50-year-long coma. So, I mean, medical science has only told us so much of how much experience can be felt while one man is in a coma, or woman, person, I guess you could say. Uh, many coma survivors uh, were aware of everything that was happening around them. Any conversations, movement, really? sensations, yeah. They just couldn't wake up. So, Cam, my question for you is, we you either be buried alive in a coffin or die of old age after a 50-year-long coma?
0: Man, I mean, at both so points, there's just such boredom. Right? Heavy,
1: heavy, heavy hitters. Heavy hitters here.
0: Yeah. Um, let's, look, let's look at the alternatives here. So, Buried Alive, you wake up, you're like, oh, oh, you can hardly move. And then you kind of piece it together. Um, Do you ever see that movie about the guy who got buried alive? Uh, I don't think so. There's one part that I remember that always stuck with me because he wakes up and he has his cell phone on for whatever reason and then he calls this person he's like, I'm better live. And they're like, they're like, first thing you want to do is turn your phone on silent because vibrate takes more energy. And I'm like, tips that I will never forget. Oh, it, was, uh, alive, it
1: was Ryan Reynolds, right? I don't know. That's I all I remember. I think it may have been. Yeah, I think I've seen a trailer for this movie. Yeah, maybe I only saw the
0: trailer. I don't know. But uh, that one stuck with me. Don't leave your phone on vibrate if it's low, or if you're in a coffin. Um, Always have your phone on you, by the way. If Uh, if you think you're gonna get
1: buried alive, keep your phone, keep it full charge. One of those little backup batteries, maybe in your other pocket.
0: Good call. Uh, Versus the coma. Let's say you're able to, and you're just like, oh, it'd be so frustrating. You know, I think I'm just leaning towards the ones that are quicker. And I'm gonna go ahead the uh, coffin. I mean that one's really sucks because mm-hmm. you're gonna run out of air. Now the
1: running out of oxygen, that's what it, that's that's sort of the way in which you die, probably.
0: Certainly. I mean you can always just be like, well, the way you die is your heart stops. Like, yeah, but we have to find a way to get there. You know?
1: That's a good point. Okay. So we're going with buried alive in a coffin. Yikes outside. Okay, your final matchup of the first round uh, here. We have uh, freezing to death. Picture maybe, you know, a Mount Everest type situation. I don't know how you got up there. And then dying in a bottomless pit. How do you die in a bottomless pit? You just keep falling. Nobody really knows. Um, there are sort of like these massive craters, which do exist in the world. Um, and let's say you jump... You're jumped, telling me they're bottomless? Let's say you jump down one of there. Well, we don't know where the bottom is, right? So you could maybe, you know, you maybe you die from shock on the way down. Maybe you you die when you hit it. Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe it's... 90 seconds I don't know I don't know it could be it could be anything though it could be anything
0: I heard about the story or I read the story that this these soldiers were walking in Afghanistan and then they're going towards the target in the middle of the night with their headgear on like their goggles night vision goggles and then the one sniper looked behind him for his partner and he was gone and he just heard like a faint mumble in the distance and then he's like oh fuck there's a giant hole here and he's like how deep do you think he is? he's like I don't know like 15 feet He's like, you sound pretty deep. So he like, threw some rocks down there, and he's like, I couldn't even hear the bottom of them. So they had to get uh, the helicopters in to try and like bring a rope in. They brought a 40-foot rope in, and it still didn't reach the bottom. So they just had to get like longer and longer ropes until they finally got them. And then because he left his rifle down there, they had to set a scuba team to go destroy it. And they said the scuba team couldn't even find the bottom of the pit. So they have no idea why it was such a deep pit but it had water in the bottom of it. Wow. Um yeah, I know, crazy. And then so the soldiers they're like, "Well, we we don't want to deal with this later, so let's throw a, let's throw a bunch of grenades in it and like we'll collapse it in." And they just threw the grenades in it, and then like you just heard like a like at the bottom It's like, "Oh, okay. So like, yeah, this those didn't do anything." And anyway, fun story about bottomless pits. Well,
1: exactly. It could pertain to this exact situation. Your other option is freezing to death. Maybe you climbed Mount Everest, and I don't know how you you know you got there somehow. Something happened. I also read a book about that. Now you're freezing to death.
0: Um, Yeah, I've read a book about climbing Everest and the people that die up there. It seems like it's um, you kind of just feel like you get really tired. You're like, oh, this is really miserable. This is really cold like and then you get really hot because like your you know your body starts shutting down and then you kind of go crazy you take off all your clothes because you like you feel way too hot frozen uh, or and like and because there's just little oxygen so your brain's like hardly working um fuck i don't know man that's ai am gonna have to choose i think everest because the the unknown is ter-
1: terrifying Freezing to death it is. You're, you're probably drowning. with
0: people if you're freezing to death, honestly. You know you're not going to be alone.
1: Yeah, I think in the majority of these, I pictured you just kind of being alone anyways. I mean, I guess, yeah, the plane crashed, you would have had somebody around you, probably. Yeah, I don't know, that's weird. Okay, Cam, we're on to the second round here of the way, ways that you would rather die. We have getting eaten by a tiger or a plane crash.
0: I'm still going to think the uh, tiger is just so quick. Like, and I feel like also a tiger's going to come up on you. It's not going to like come full. It's going to stalk you. And then you're going to look behind you like, ah, dead. Right? It's not going to be like.
1: <laughs> oh, didn't you? Well, we, like, uh, we all saw Tiger King. They uh, they got their arm ripped off and the tiger, you know, still wasn't done.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that lady. Well, I mean, she didn't. She didn't die. So she doesn't classify think, as a, uh, That's they, like living for a tiger. They guy, which might be die. worse.
1: They didn't die. Excuse me. They didn't die. Thank
0: you. Uh, Versus the uh, plane crash. Tons of panic. Could be like 45 minutes. Like, oh, they're like, "Uh, this is your pilot speaking. Just so you know, we are out of control, and this plane will not be landing where it's intended to. Thank you very much for flying southwest. This will be our last flight.
1: (laughs) I don't Uh, know. I'm taking Tiger (laughs) attack. You're going Tiger. You're going Tiger, apparently. What were you saying? Uh, I was going to say a 45-minute descent into a plane crash. That sort of feels like the amount of time that you could have done something. Like, that's like here to in, Montreal. In, in the meantime,
0: that's we, do like have, a- we, <laughs> weren't, we weren't going to release this. The New Avengers, specifically <laughs> for this occasion... Please enjoy your last 30 minutes.
1: You're the only people who get to see the unreleased Please, please do not use movie. your cell
0: phone still. That could interrupt our radios.
1: <laughs> Even though we're going down, we'll hit ground in 45 minutes, Cam. next, uh, Your next matchup here is being buried alive or freezing to death.
0: <sighs> I'm going to say freezing to death because you've got to see close to the top of Everest.
1: Freezing to death, which means that our final matchup of the day, uh, we have being eaten by a tiger, taking on freezing to death. Cam, what is now, the if, ultimate way you, that you would rather die?
0: If you'll notice, both these have incredible experiences behind them.
1: <laughs> and point. what did
0: I say at the beginning, Cam? What did I say at the beginning, Cam? If, if I were to go die, camping, you, I would be happy yeah. dying, which means I'm going to take freezing on the top of the hill. Freezing. You're going freezing!
1: Yes, sir. You heard it here first. Cam would rather freeze to death than anything else. Uh, Cam, as your friend, I hope to one day be able to make that happen.
0: Let's make it happen. Great game, buddy. That was a, that was a fun one. That was a, yeah, a little bit of, uh, out of the box. Or outside the box.
1: Outside of um,
0: the bin. Outside of the bin. Uh, speaking of idioms, I actually have a top five for you. you can do it quickly before we... Um, Call it here, and that's the top five idioms origins. Here's a top five.
1: Here are five. Five, about, you know, things, five. Five. Things, five, five, things five, to five, five. Five. ways five. No, it's just a top five. Cam, it's but our. The... It's our podcast. We can take as long as we want.
0: That's right. Well, I guess yeah. He's fired now, so that's fine. Um. So yeah, I, I compiled because I. You know, you ever say something, like oh, well, you know, let's play it by ear. And you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? And it's like, I, well, let's... That know. one specifically, I don't understand. Yeah. But yes, go exactly. on. Exactly. You, you hear them all the time, and you're like, where did that even come to make any sense? So, I said, let's figure that out. So, we got a top five origins of idioms. Number one, coming in at the old movie, sa- or the old actor saying, break a leg. Now, do you have any guesses where this came from
1: uh, break a leg um I'm gonna say that maybe it came from something where um, people are saying it in a tongue-in-cheek way now maybe like the first ever big acting performance uh, somebody broke, like the main actor rode out there and broke his leg and then after that everyone was like saying it ironically and then it just kind of stuck So you're close,
0: actually. Somehow it got, like, well, where it started from, and they have guesses about it. They're not entirely sure, but one of the guesses they think it's from is from John Wilkes Booth, who was the man who assassinated Lincoln, jumped off one of the towers inside the stadium, or inside of the auditorium, and broke his leg in an attempt to assassinate Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Ever since then, instead of saying, good luck, which was deemed cursed. They said, "Break a leg," as John Wilkes Booth did.
1: All right, both are cursed, and uh, Wilkes Booth. I don't think you need to call it the attempted assassination. I think we're ju- we just call it the assassination these days. You
0: know what, Cam? My history's not great, so I wasn't sure if he pulled it off. Uh, Next up.
1: (laughs) The the other time, Lincoln was famously shot in a theater. Yeah, the other two. Imagine that. He's two for two. I'd feel so bad for Mary Todd. Not only did she have to watch her husband get shot one time in a theater, it's like deja vu.
0: Yeah, well, well, you never know. Um, Next up, at the drop of a hat. Have you heard that one before, Cam?
1: Yeah, I think it means like uh, something like promptly happening. Um, That's correct, or like spontaneously. And, that- and I'm gonna say it comes from you know like in a like in a cartoon where uh, like a character who wears a hat like you know they rush off screen or you know they run away and they run so fast that there's like a a poof of dust and their hat just stays and then falls and hits the ground. Uh, so I'm gonna say it's kind of like that. Like they're running so fast that their hat fell off, hit the ground, and they're running.
0: So, it's actually from the 19th century. Um, do you remember that scene in Greece? And this will be a, this will all time together. When they start the race and they go, ready, set. And they drop their arms like this. A classic, yeah, a drag race.
1: race start. Yeah, yeah. Right. They used
0: to drop their hat. They oh, used to pull off sense. their hat and throw it to the ground. And that's what started the race
1: or event. Right before they invented sexy ladies and flags, it was just right. it was just men in Drop suspenders throwing their hat on the ground.
0: Yes, um, so that's a fun one, and, the, yeah. and these are all things you tell you tell your your friends next time you're out to dinner with them. Which who the hell knows when that's gonna be?
1: Yeah, uh, our, our American fans. We have Thanksgiving coming up. Of course, we had a uh, our great topics of conversation. Oh, dude, Thanksgiving. This uh, you know uh, people are gonna love talking about. Uh, what we suggested a few weeks ago and maybe even some of these that's right
0: yeah uh, bring, bring these ones up next yeah. one this one uh, definitely uh, Thanksgiving related the cold shoulder you heard this one before Cam
1: yeah something someone the cold shoulder kind of meaning you know ignoring somebody but like very much so on purpose you know and like making a point of it uh, you said you, you said it's Thanksgiving related I'm going to say it's yeah given the cold turkey shoulder and it's like it was undercooked the rest of the bird is nice and juicy and then here's this shitty shoulder piece that you give to the uncle that you know you're trying to ignore
0: so you're actually pretty close um what are, there's two origins from it and one's more approved than the other one which is the more correct version is uh, mistranslation from the bible um what that actually meant we're not entirely sure but it kind of came down to the the cold shoulder it sounded like that but the much more fun explanation is a long time ago you would give a cold shoulder of mutton or other meat to an unwanted guest therefore giving them the cold shoulder
1: yeah i like that one
0: poor treatment i know the biblical verse you're like that's boring so we're gonna ignore that one um next up Hey, Cam, what what do you do when
1: uh, you, you let a secret
0: out? What do you do on there?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm trying to find the idiom for letting out a secret. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Fucking opening the vault? Close. <laughs> no. You're opening
0: something. You're maybe letting, letting something out. Spilling the tea? No, you're letting maybe something out of the bag. Let the cat out of the bag? Let the cat out of the bag. This one interesting story behind it so supposedly merchants used to sell live piglets and put them in a sack for easier transport but while the customer looked away would swap the pig for a cat and the buyer wouldn't discover they had been cheated out until they got home and literally would let the cat out of the bag therefore letting the secret out of the bag
1: Okay, that's a bit of that's a bit of a weirder one too. That requires a lot of like just that requires like you know like the medieval the dumb like how dumb and illiterate the lower class was in the medieval times. <laughs> uh, like,
0: like hey, shout a pig's in the bag. oh, don't you well, okay. Go. Eh, eh, eh. It's kind of
1: like well, that. They right. they they spoke like six words, none of them could write. Uh yeah, this sounds this sounds about right and the crafty merchant comes in and just does the old... Cat for pig swap, classic swap, tail as old as time.
0: All right. Yeah, so, and the last one we got here is fit as a fiddle.
1: Fit as a Any fiddle. Um, yeah. Well, of course, as we know, uh, to be uh, being fit means being skinny. Um, that's something that we on the show have promoted all the time. If you're not skinny, you're not fit. I think that's pretty much how it goes. And if you're comparing the fiddle to other four-stringed look-alike instruments, it's smaller than both, or smaller than rather the violin, the viola, the cello, the the upright bass. It is the smallest and skinniest of all stringed instruments. Being fit as a fiddle means that you're the skinniest and and fittest of all people. Um... Not really. No, Damn so it actually
0: comes back to nineteen sixties British England, or sorry, sixteen hundreds. No, excuse me. Now, now this, um, now
1: this is interesting. Yeah, the British part of England, uh, yes. Because of course, uh, but way, there's, the, there's the there's the there's the French part of England, there's the Spanish part of England, there's the Italian part of England, and then the real. But we're focusing here on the British part. So back then, fit had a different meaning, or
0: a, well, not not so much a different, but have different primary meaning. But while fit typically means, like you said. Being skinny or in good shape. That then. It doesn't
1: mean like you like somebody who uh, is like attractive.
0: No, I mean like well suited or apt for a particular purpose. So like ah. that shape fits very well into that area. Um, so then, or well suited or apt for a particular purpose. So you like the you the purpose that you have. It's fit as a fiddle. So um, basically saying that because a fiddle has a definite purpose. You're as fit as having that same purpose. Kind of a weird one, but uh, really change as fit as a fiddle to something brand new.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. I think as soon as you mentioned that, I I, I kind of recall I recall the British <laughs> song that used the word fit in it, and that kind of uh, that kind of, that kind of all turns around. That all makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's like it's a good fit, you know. If you know first and I'd say you're fit as a fiddle. <laughs> you go. Oh, I great. Do. I can I can sell the piglets then. I'm right, well, I can you can sell, sell the piglets, piglets. But on the stupid the... ones, what you want to do is you put the cat in the bag, and then when they get home, they'll see you don't got no piglets.
1: Take the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Take the cat out of Ding- the bag. Dingo babies. Where are my <laughs> dingo babies?
0: That's right. This is the all-exclusive Seinfeld podcast. Bow,
1: buck out wait di- <laughs> oh your your point of reference on the dingo but on the on the on the dingo's eating the babies is the is the seinfeld joke not the actual yes. event
0: correct Ah, huh, that's Don't a good know what one the actual event is
1: oh that well that that was the event it was a family who went camping in australia and the dingoes ran away with the babies and it was a murder trial because like it appeared as though this mother and father just murdered their daughter i think it was a daughter um, or no, maybe maybe like one or two kids or something, but they're like, no, the dingoes ate our babies. Maybe the
0: dingoes ate your babies.
1: See, and that's where, that's where Seinfeld is so funny. I like that's that he right. doesn't take, he did, I did like that he doesn't take any cheap shots, you know? He doesn't swear, um, yeah. he doesn't, uh, he doesn't drink or smoke on stage, he's not, you know, pulling a quick one on a political yeah. figure.
0: It's like like some say Dave Chappelle is not actually funny. He just smokes cigarettes. Yeah, I've heard it, that. Some people have made that argument.
1: I've heard that too. And actually, if you if you kind of uh, if you were to Photoshop uh, Dave Chappelle smoking cigarettes out of it, uh, it turns out it wouldn't be funny. It was actually a re. Well, it, w- it was funny because it was actually a rerun of his uh, "Killing Them Softly" uh, special from like oh, yeah. uh, from like two thousand and four or something. So a uh, little known little known fact, with Dave Chappelle right there. He has no new material. He's just doing the old material, uh, smoking cigarettes on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only good. difference. That's the only difference. Gotta love it. Well, cats, well okay. I think cat, the cat's out of the bag on that one. You know what's say another, the cat's out of the bag on we that, that one. another good idiom? Burying the lead. That's another one that I've often thought of. Um, I mean, well, I get I've it. And- a, I thought that was
0: like you bury the lead in like an article. I've always yeah. put it that way. It's like you put it to, if, if you're reading
1: something, you buried the lead. But
0: let's look. Should we
1: do a quick Google on this one? We think don't have. We don't. We don't have to. We don't have to. We have people to do it for us. Yeah, I never thought about it as like a lead from a uh, from a newspaper. But yeah, no, that makes that makes uh, that makes sense. I'm sure there's tons of that, yeah. Things. That's the way I've
0: always I've always thought of it. Like, oh, you buried the lead. It's like the lead line was that the dingo stole the baby, but the opening line was that two people went to Madagascar.
1: Oh, well, you know. Australia! I don't think there's dingoes in Madagascar. That's what you think. I know so little about stuff. I'm pretty sure there's no dingoes in Madagascar. And I like—I know yeah. nothing. I know very little. Uh, so but that's we got, exactly we got what it I up can. on our big screens over
0: there. Uh, to check it out over there, the lead is the introductory section in journalism, and thus to bury the lead refers to hiding the most important and relevant pieces of a story within other distracting information. Therefore, Australia does not have dingoes, or sorry, Madagascar does not have dingoes. And then later on, you're like, by the way, the dingo got your babies.
1: Oh yeah, this was That'd in be like, an example of burying the lead. This is in like '94, and that would have been the only way we would have been able to communicate would be through newspapers. You know, truly burying the lead, and that's what I'm sure mm-hmm. the first couple of sentences would have read like: Australia is a beautiful paradise full of unnecessarily massive like insects uh mm. the the smoothest surf in the world and dingoes capable of eating two children mr and mrs johnson Which happened charged yes, on a, a manslaughter um yeah look into that story though i don't th- i think they were like not guilty but i think it was like there people thought they were guilty I and mean, then you know maybe the jury's still out on that one jury's still out i get that one that one makes sense <laughs>
0: Speaking of uh, leads being buried, uh, I think that means it's time for us to uh, give out some leads here. And maybe we can bury them ourselves. That's right, everybody. It's time for Headline or Asinine or Lead or Buried. Hey, 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 headline, hey, headline, headline hey, asinine, or asinine. Hey, 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 headline or asinine. hi <laughs> oh Ohio.
1: Cam, that was the most succinct intro to a segment I've ever. I mean, we're on episode forty-four. I think that's Jerry West, um, but that might have been the most succinct <laughs> intro I've heard uh, this whole time. I'm pretty good at my. Yeah, you know, we're, we're coming up, up. We're, we're coming up days. on fifty, and things are just fucking aces over here at the Two Season, the Pod uh, Studios. That's right.
0: Well, I'll kick us off here. Um, you tell me. This is this a headline or is this a sign? Has Panda Express really opened a restaurant in China?
1: Panda Express. So I think I think that's, yeah, that's a Chinese food place uh, in like a fast Chinese food place type of thing that you'd find in a mall, like a Manchu wok or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's an American company. I guess that makes sense. Wait, does China love or hate pandas? I really can't remember. I'm going to say they love them. That's why it's sad when we kill them or they hate them that's why they kill them but they're the only ones. I'm really not sure who stands where on pandas. All I know is they don't like banging. Their literal species depends on it and they would rather not. You got to give props to a panda who you're kind of you're given Shelter all the fucking bamboo you want, and just like some primo uh, panda pussy, and you say no to that shit every single time. You gotta you gotta respect a panda who wants to do that. Um, I'm gonna say businesses aren't really expanding these days, let alone into kind of like you know from the American markets overseas. Uh, So I'm gonna say that's uh, I'm gonna say it's possible though. It's a headline.
0: So that is a headline, but it's a little bit interesting. Now the the part that's weird about this headline is. Why would a fake – someone that does, like, express Chinese food go back to a country where it's obviously not going to taste like Chinese food? And what actually happened was this place called Panda Express opened up in China with the exact same logo and the exact same layout. And then Panda Express came out and they're like, we don't have anything to do with this. That's a fraud. (laughs) But as you know, China doesn't really have any copyright laws. So they're like, well – Go ahead, uh, as you do. So, yeah, it's uh, it happened, but it's not really the, the Panda Express that you were expecting. It's kind of one of those weird ones.
1: Yeah, an independent Panda Express. It'd be like somebody opens a restaurant chain called, uh, like, 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 Wendy's, but it's spelled like W-E-N-D-I-E-S. And they're like, wait. <laughs> they just have, like, a little blonde yeah, girl instead of a little redhead. There. And they're like, wait, this is too close, guys. You can't do this. Ah, uh, came okay, I got one so, here for yeah. you. Hi or no hi. Go ahead. Ohio or no hi. Uh, Costco drops coconut milk brand over allegations of forced monkey labor.
0: Forced monkey labor? What is, what is that? Is it? Fuck. Oh my god. I hope this isn't true I'm just trying to wrap my head around how you can force Monkeys to do labor without it just being Absolute like uh, Ace Ventura Movie all over again
1: Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Nobody comments on Ace Ventura Forcing all of those animals To do those kind of things for him They were bringing them as food He forced birds to eat Like uh like grain Out of his own mouth that's fucked If you ask me
0: yeah, I wouldn't call that training. I'd call that slavery. Um, now- Ace <laughs> <Hey, laughs>
1: hey, Ventura, I am a slavist. <laughs>
0: you heard it or your, fault. You it your first. <laughs> Fuck Ace Ventura, then I said it. Fuck Ace Ventura, yeah, I said it. <laughs> uh, I, I Yeah, I can't wrap my head around how you do monkey labor, so I'm going to call Asinine.
1: Cam, there's some terrible people in the world. Then you should be able to wrap your headline around it because it is a headline, I guess. It's a high uh, So here's the story that we're talking about. We're talking about the uh, Chaoko coconut milk brand, which is situated in Thailand, which is actually one of the world's largest coconut milk Uh, like, makers. Uh, whatever. And they've been accused by PETA of cruelty to animals at farms and facilities used. Um, where PETA found these guys, um, forcing monkeys to pick coconuts all day, and then afterwards perform circus-style shows for the tourists. Then afterwards, the monkeys would be tethered up in cages barely even larger the size of their own bodies. Uh, so yeah, like I said, this is the largest coconut maker in the world, and actually provides its Walmart's coconut milk supplier, its Costco's milk, coconut milk supplier. Um, and of course, the company told USA that they audit a third-party company that randomly tests 64 of their 817 plants each year, and have never found any, uh, history of abuse. So I guess there is a chance that it was one of these other fucking 753. Three uh, other plants, but um, if you are in the Choco Choco coconut milk uh, kind of line, it might be time to switch your brand.
0: Good to know. Um, so, uh, just a question: Does their CEO have a name that starts with Ace and ends with Ventura? Be honest. Um, okay, let me
1: uh, let me uh, let me type in a quick Google. Uh, okay, um, sorry, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, no, no, I I'm, I'm, no, I'm just, I gotta, I gotta type my password into my, uh, just, in, just so, so I can log in, you know? Okay, we're in, uh, Google.
0: Wait, how do you spell, how do you,
1: how do you spell Google? How do you spell Google? I'm on, I'm on
0: Bing right now. Do I, do I oh, shit, do yeah, let's go Bing. Bing. Yeah,
1: yeah, B I ng dot com. Okay, we're in. Great. Uh, ch- coconut milk and click. Oh my God. It, 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 cam. It doesn't say Ace Ventura is their CEO. It says uh, it says uh, Pace. Let let uh Chenvera. Pace Something, Chen vura That that's that Checks
0: out. Wait, wait, wait for this pun? Something's fishy here. See what it is there. That's
1: that, that is a pun. I'm pretty sure that's a pun. Uh yeah, more to come exactly. on this entire story regarding the coconut milk recording this, uh pace. Is, is uh, this pace the C B C
0: marketplace looking into Pace Ven-
1: pace Pace Vera Pace Ten vura pace ten vera, yeah. Animal detective?
0: Animal slave
1: driver. We <laughs> dig into the facts. Facts, He's facts, facts. It's a weird name. Uh Cam, that was my headline for you. Uh you keep you keep rocking on the show here. More to come about this coconut milk though. We will revisit More this. More to come. Woman demands free
0: Chick-fil-A after claiming she is an FBI agent.
1: Um gets arrested. <laughs> Oh <laughs> god, there was a little tagline on that on that headline. Um, God, I mean, you know what? I am not one to expect my uh, to be to be uh, for my for my workplace to give me food. You know, if you're going into the office every day, you shouldn't expect for there to be a spread of food waiting for you. You should bring your own food, right? And I think that extends, you know, I th- that extends that one step further into the real world. Uh, I'm sure, you know, if you're walking down some street, meet. As a you know, a couple police officers. You know, uh, a street meat hot dog vendor might be like, "Hey, a couple of dogs for my boys in blue." Maybe toss you a couple hot dogs every now and again. You know, just to you know, just to thank you for your service, but. I'm picturing an off-duty police officer walking into a Chick-fil-A and then demanding a chicken sandwich. Or no, sorry, an off-duty FBI agent. Because even on-duty FBI agents look like they could just be off-duty FBI agents, right? They just kind of have to take that little badge off. And now they're just guy in suit or woman in suit. So maybe they're not even part of the FBI. (laughs) And this was all just a whole thing. Uh, People want free shit. And uh, people love Chick Fil A, so I'm gonna say that's a headline. This is a headline. This is a
0: headline out of Dallas, Georgia. Who would have thunk that? That's a place um, where this lady. And I would recommend if you uh, you look this lady up on the internet to take a look at her, Kimberly Ragsdale. Okay, wait, 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 which... wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. Let me. Sorry, I just gotta log into my computer again. Okay, the name was? Uh,
0: her name is Kimberly Ragsdale.
1: Kimberly
0: Ragdale.
1: Okay, great. You were saying?
0: Alright, so she goes into a Chick-fil-A and basically demands, hey, I'm an FBI agent. Uh, could you please give me some free food? The employees were not convinced and called 911. This is not the first time she's tried this and threatened to arrest the employees when they didn't provide the food. She's like, if you don't give me food, you're arrested. Officers arrived, and she continues with the claim. She's like, all right, boys, it's okay. I got this one handled. They say, can we see some identification? Wait, wait the, says, cop, the
1: cops show up and think that they're on her, or that, then she thinks they're on her side.
0: She, yeah, she's like, guys, I got this covered, <laughs> FBI. It's cool, I'm just picking up some free food because I am an FBI agent. Then, uh, they asked do you have any identification? And she says, Don't have any with me, only have electronic credentials. Sorry, fellas, just have to trust me on this one. They arrest her very clearly, and while she's getting dragged out, she's talking to a fake mic in her shirt. She doesn't have a mic in her shirt, but she's pretending to have <laughs> a radio in her shirt. And saying that, yeah, we're gonna need some backup. Um, someone called the uh, Rockmart Police Department, please, and uh, we'll get this all taken care of. So she was arrested and charged with impersonating a public officer. Um, you know, I'm very much pro uh, Kimberly, just just holding out true to her uh, undercover role as an FBI agent.
1: Yeah, that's really what it is. If you're going to uh, pretend, if you're going to commit that particular crime. Don't give up on the bit halfway through. Keep it going. I like to picture this woman as kind of like mid forties. Uh, she has that like mid, that that kind of like stomach punch that a lot of uh, you know kind of women get to eventually. I picture this woman not in the shape, Ooba. like not like not, not 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 looking like an FBI agent at all. Uh, that's a big one, not though. Not in the slightest. I think there was a jackass skit where that that like they accidentally get caught pretending to be a police officer.
0: Oh, yeah, you're not allowed to.
1: Yeah, I think that was a thing. Um, But anyways, good stuff, good stuff. Ready for your second headline here, Cam? Yes. Here we go. Uh, Louisiana governor calls to secede from the United States after Joe Biden victory.
0: To
1: secede from the United States? Yes. Yes. What does that mean? This uh, is secede, meaning like to leave.
0: Okay, so United yeah. States Governor
1: threatens or says he will. Would you like me to say the headline again?
0: Yeah, give me more time.
1: <laughs> you know what, Cam? We've we've done this for like forty-four weeks now. There's no shame in you asking me to just repeat the title. Like, I'm there's nothing. Th- there's with, absolutely. I, I get fi- I get fixed on one thing. Yeah, the, and, on and that's okay. But I'm saying, you know, next time you should be like. Can you repeat it for me, please? Instead of, like, trying to make connections in your mind, Louisiana governor calls to secede Mm -hmm. from the United States after Joe Biden victory. Okay. What
0: do I know about U.S. politics? Mm. I don't know what governors do, but I imagine this
1: something high up. It's like a premier. Oh, okay.
0: Now, Louisiana sounds pretty red to me. Uh, res what us insiders call Republicans Uh, in case you didn't know that mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs> Political <laughs> pundit here, Cam McQuarrie. This is
1: a political, you know, I think a few weeks ago, Cam You were pushing for this to be a political podcast Maybe it is finally time that we started talking about some serious issues The issues the Well, that's issues. what we did last week the But apparently issues. the entire sh- fucking show wasn't recorded Oh well, yeah, it was
0: election
1: last week It was election, we, we um, had Obama on on the air we had Obama on the show. He was talking to us about Line. his crossover. Because he was talking to us about his, uh, about his, about his crossover, his pull-up just jumper. Yeah, we tried to keep the conversation away. But anyways, Cam, get back to it.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say headlines. I think everyone's just trying to make a splash of the election. And just, like, does he actually mean it? Like, I would love for people to actually be like, all right, no problem. Find a new country. Because, I don't know, people are just looking to make noise, like, yeah, yeah, you're fine, you're no longer a citizen, but now you're going to get deported to, oh, well, we don't have anywhere to deport you, so you're going into the uh, the camps. Or, sorry, the, uh, we're told not to call them camps. Fun um, tents. Fun tents. The splash zones. Fun tents, yeah. With the uh, non-Americans. So, yeah, headline.
1: Cam, it's ask nine. I made that one up. Ah. But but it but you're right. It contains all of, within it all of those believable types of scenarios. All right, Ohio or
0: Ohio? Hunter dies after elephant falls on him. Hunter.
1: Hunter. Hunter. No, Hunter okay. Hunter. Hunter Biden dies after elephant fell on him. Uh. Yeah. Well, I picture so like. I picture it taking a lot to take down an elephant, you know. Um, Of course, we had the uh, corporate business retreat. Of course, Dalia wasn't able to make it up, but both Eric and Donald Trump Jr. were able to help us out just with some of our hunting skills. Um, And of course, if I can remember a couple of things that they would say is that uh, elephants are tough to take down. Uh, we were hanging out with that dentist. Remember that dentist from a few years ago who went hunting? Oh, he killed, um... Yeah, yeah, we were hanging out with that Cecil. dentist a little few weeks ago, and he was saying the exact same thing. Elephants are tough to take down. This is kind of what I picture you do. From, like, afar, you shoot it with, like, a whatever, trank or whatever the fuck you do, but then it's going to slow down, and then eventually you would kind of get close to it where you're still, like, you know, kind of like at, like, the mercy-killing point, you know, like you're standing right beside it about to, like, bust a cap in the in the side of the elephant or something like that, you know, and then. When it falls, you're like, you're just too close to it, and these things are too big. And have you ever seen, like, an elephant at a, you know, at a circus that's on its hind legs? Who knows? If it loses its balance, it falls right back, and that's, like, six tons on you. I'm um, being said, you have to be pretty stupid for that to happen. So I'm going to say that's asinine.
0: Uh, this is a headline, my Fuck. friend, and I don't know how to feel good or bad about this, because, I mean, I don't know if I'm pro-killing uh, elephants you d- uh, wait, wait, wait! Can but, I can
1: I can I get that on record cam? You said you don't know if you're pro killing elephants. That was the direct quote. Because <laughs>
0: a lot of the a lot of the money that comes into areas like uh, South Africa is derived from big game hunting, and when you actually stop it, it leads to a lot of black market hunting, which mm-hmm. I definitely am not pro. So this guy actually was someone who was. Uh, like oh, I guess a white collar hunter so would get the tags and you get rich Americans like do I like the rich Americans that will come over and do it and be like ah oh, I don't get to do this but this is a local guy who ticked them out on a trek a herd of elephants came uh, came charging at them three elephants stormed them and uh, the guy named Bada all right, his full name is Denises Bada uh, he shot at them and then a fourth, cow- or fourth elephant came from the side picked the guy up with her trunk and then another guy shot that elephant who had a Baba in her trunk and as wow. the cow collapsed she fell on Baba, killing him
1: wow so, okay i didn't he- picture multiple elephants being involved but yeah i guess they would travel in some kind of pack or a herd or a stampede or what have you
0: so yeah this guy was a wow. well-known hunter in zimbabwe who often travels to the u.s to recruit wealthy americans for trophy hunting um and as much as it sounds like oh fuck that like it's gonna happen either way and you have an option to have it done legally where it's providing a lot of money for people in that area or just illegally where you're ruthlessly targeting anything and making them go extinct right as much as hunting sounds like an uneth- unethical thing if it's done right it's not actually that bad
1: wow you well, heard that's a crazy story before? that's a crazy story too yeah Okay, Cam, we have one more headline here for you. Are you ready for it? Um, Teenagers in 2020 are living more dangerously than ever before.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. Like, how? Like, the chance of you dying from COVID is pretty low. You're not allowed to go outside. So... I, I just... I'm going to go ahead and say it's a headline because it's so clickbaity, but the how, it's going to be some bullshit about, like, they're doing TikTok dances on train tracks, and that's dangerous, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. You're not going to die from COVID if you're a teen, and then on top of that, you can't do anything, so I, I think it's a bullshit report, but I think it's a, it's something that they wanted the millennials or the, uh, the boomers
1: to click on, so it's a headline. Well, Cam, you got it. It's a headline here for you. You kids with your your terms like clickbait, boomers, and all these things. But yeah, Cam, you're right, because all of these goddamn TikTokers are living uh, riskier and unhealthier lifestyles than all the generations of teenagers before them. Um, So I'm going to break down a study, which was um, by uh, the Youth Risk Behavior Surveillance System, which began monitoring the health behaviors of youth since the year 1990 of grades 9 to 12 in all 50 states. So this is an American study. So here are some numbers for you. Uh, When asked, only 54% of teenagers are uh, said to have used a condom the last time they had sex versus... That's not going to kill you. <laughs> versus four years... Well, I said I, I said living more dangerously. I never said they're going to die. Um, not going to kill you. Uh, so, yeah. So, when asked, Fifty-four uh, percent of teenagers agreed to... Or said they used condoms last time they had sex, which is um, off uh, 12% from the 66% who said they used it just four years ago. And um, did you know... Craziest that um, one in five teenagers are just doing the old pullout anyways. That seems a little risky for a 16 year old, right? Um, <clears throat> and while so many teenagers do actually practice safe sex, you know, one in five new cases of HIV in America are actually transmitted through a teenager. Jesus. Yes. Versus. Yeah. This has been a versus, gloom. This has been
0: a gloom headliner. Versus like, four years. Versus fund.
1: four years ago, where they didn't even have a stat for that. That's right. The numbers were so high this kind of time around. Um, anyways, uh, this year, when asked, 327 percent of students uh, said they have vaped this year, which is actually up from the thirteen point two percent from four years prior. And four years prior to that, there was no statistic because there was no vapes. Um, Contrary to the thirty-two percent, thirty-two point seven percent of students who have admitted to vaping, only six percent of teenagers claim to actually smoke tobacco cigarettes. Uh, So I guess it's like I guess it's like less people are smoking cigarettes, more people are vaping, whatever. Is finally uh, last one here for you? When students got asked, um, forty-three percent of high school students said that they don't always wear a seatbelt if somebody else is driving the car. Um, they had no stat from the four years prior, however, I find that crazy, um, I've never gotten in a car and not put on a seatbelt instinctually.
0: Oh, I see, I do it sometimes. Mostly when I start driving, in the first, like, minute or two, I don't have it on, but
1: after that I'll put it on. What if somebody else is, so this specific question was asking when somebody else is driving. If somebody else is driving oh. a car
0: will you yeah pretty instinctual to put on a seatbelt just
1: yeah just see just seems weird i don't know that was a stat that kind of got me um yeah but there you Wait, have it did see? they just
0: they interview people at the smokers pit like jesus christ
1: no i think sort of how these uh you know these they're of course all of these questions are anonymous or sorry, all the responses are anonymous i'm sure they have their own kind of testing ways but yeah they do ask all four grades in all 50 states so I'm sure they have sample sizes and there's a lot of fucking kids. The down only there people now. available
0: that weren't studying now are the fucking burnouts.
1: <laughs> I do wonder, you know, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, the true burnouts who are never using condoms, spreading HIV, vaping and mean? not wearing seatbelts. They're not even in class to fucking write the uh, write the survey anyways. Yeah, there you go.
0: Oh, that was a fun podcast. uh, I think we learned a lot today.
1: Yeah, that was another... Oh, that was a fantastic show. I'm glad we finally got to got something on the books. Um, And hopefully it doesn't get mixed up with Kim Mitchell's show. And that's all the time that we have this week. Remember, folks, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The podcast is all over the place. If, uh, you know, Apple, Spotify, it's on YouTube. Um, It's on Stitcher Premium, who just experienced, like, the worst app update uh i've possibly ever seen in an app uh so if you're a stitcher c- premium customer like me just keep navigating through those muddy waters there we go and folks never forget already brought up on the podcast Cam. do you know what m&m stands for uh marshall matters
0: no m&m the uh the candy actually stands for mars and murray the two people who created it uh so yeah fun facts for you m&m stands for mars and murray sounds great take care folks not melting your mouth okay bye continuing tonight on two in a pop
1: 96.7 on your Two season a pot, two season a two season a pot, two season a two season a pot, two season a two season a two season a two season a two season upon two season a two juicy cuts two season a pod, two season a two season a pot, juicy in a pot at gmail.com